Welcome to Paid in Puke, a podcast where three women with names discuss movies about something other than a man. Paid in Puke is hosted by Annie Malone, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. It's also a spoiler-filled free-for-all. You've been warned. Welcome to Paid in Puke. I'm Jessica Baxter. I'm Annie Malone. And I'm Christina Barr. On today's episode of Paid in Puke, we're headed into the shimmer with Alex Garland's 2018 sci-fi horror film, Annihilation, based on the novel by Jeff Vandermeer. Annihilation stars Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Leigh, Tessa Thompson, Gina Rodriguez, and Tuva Novotny. And it tells the story of Lena, an army vet who volunteers to join an expedition into a mysterious and expanding zone known as the Shimmer that is possibly extraterrestrial and is definitely responsible for returning her husband all weird. <laughs> <laughs> Lena's husband, Kane, played by Oscar Isaac. What? My boyfriend. <clears throat> yeah, Annie Malone's boyfriend. Fun fact. A Green Beret, apparently, I didn't get that from the movie, but <laughs> I thought he was like in the army with Lena, but was part of an earlier expedition and he reappears at their home after a year of absence, unable to explain where he was or how he came back. And so then Lena agrees to join the expedition to find out, I guess, what happened to him. Can you describe its form? No. Start from the beginning. What do you think I do when you're away? You think I'm out in the garden, pining, looking up at the sky? (laughs) Why aren't you here? Gotta leave a day early. Your husband's here. Let me see him. He's extremely ill. You have to tell me where he was, what he was doing. It was his decision to go in. It's something they termed the shimmer. We've sent in drones and teams of people, but nothing comes back. But something has. You're a biologist. You served in the military. If I knew what happened, I could save his life. The boundary's getting bigger, it's expanding. We're talking cities, states. You need to know what's inside. So do I. It's beautiful. Check this out. It's like they're stuck in a continuous mutation. Anything interesting in there? No. Sharks have teeth like that. It's not possible. You can't crossbreed different species. What is it? The soldiers on the last expedition. They went crazy. Or something in here killed them. Something's come through the fence. Through the fence? We have to go back. I can't go back. We can camp here tonight. It's destroying everything. 
It's not destroying. It's making something new. Let's see. This one was a major box office bomb. It's a tough sell. This yeah, one. yeah. It's fun though. I love I it. I love an Alice Garland joint. He's an adaptation of the book. He said it's meant to read like a memory of the book rather than like a direct adaptation. So he read the book once and then wrote the script without like ever picking the book up again. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think it works. I, I really enjoyed it. I loved seeing like a very primarily female cast going on a kind of like a military mission. Even though it's not like a war movie, it's I don't know. I just have seen so many like <laughs> Vietnam and World War Two movies and stuff with like male soldiers but this kind of was a uh, female almost like war i yeah. liked that they were leading a mission yeah and there are scientists with guns scientists. <laughs> yeah i do love that and it, yeah it definitely has like the vibes of like a predator a group of militant people go into the woods and it's usually all guys and some crazy shit happens right. and they all die except for one and the <laughs> least famous one dies first yes <laughs> that's totally true <laughs> oh my god do they die in order of fame i mean sort it was of just for me the only one that i didn't really know who that was was the first one Tu Tuvan Nevada. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of the same, like, I mean, like, in the way, like, war movies, people slowly start to tear each other apart. Like, it kind of had that... People in a crisis, like, people kind of having crisis. very different opinions about how to proceed. Right, yeah. I guess I like that there was a lot of women in it, but also, it's not like, yay, women! They are like, no. tearing each other apart, you know, but... Women can be complicated assholes also. Right, yeah. It's really funny because one of the early notes for the producer was that Natalie Portman's character Lena was not likable enough. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, I feel like yeah, there's Imagine so many, like a dude like, getting a note like that. <laughs> yeah, there's so many male characters that are leads and they're not... Yeah. The, yeah, that's... Did Joaquin like, Phoenix get a note that his Joker character wasn't likable enough? <laughs> it's ridiculous. They did make a couple changes. I don't know what they didn't specify how they changed her character to make her more palatable to audiences. There are so many male-driven stories that are... I mean, I feel like a lot of stories are, like, anti-hero male leads, and, like, this is sort of in that same vein. Nobody talks about how unlikable... It's totally irrelevant. You like, know, or, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like, there's so much story. It's not really relevant how likable I Yeah. Is, right. You know? It's not right. about I, the I mean, people as much as what happens. Tragically for me, I find Oscar Isaac's character very unlikable. Like, he's not mm -hmm. in it that much, but in the little flashbacks of him, like, I do not like him. And I hate not liking Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Also, don't really feel like it's relevant to the yeah. movie at all, whether yeah. any of those characters are likable. It's like so unforgiving because it's like what happens to Lena, you know, where it's like her husband's missing for a year, then he shows up and he's all weird, and then like she's like abducted by the military kind of. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, go on this suicide mission. But also be likable. I mean, this yeah. is like so. It's a big ask. Yeah. 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 How, how is she supposed to be? Or. or yeah. Exactly. Like, How is she supposed to be in this situation? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's meet halfway here. <laughs> the reason this happened is because they hired him for this mission, too. Like, it's their fault that all this happened to her. And he wasn't allowed to say where he was going. And he has kind of a dick about that, too. It's just mm -hmm. like, you know I can't tell anything. 
not apologetic about it at all. Yeah, that scene is really weird too because I feel like it's it annoys me that she doesn't get out of bed to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, well, bye. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Shut up. Hot probs is on. Oh shit! Yeah. One of my pop problems is, like, he brings her an orange juice. Is that her, like, morning, first thing in the morning drink? I don't know. It just makes me feel kind of ill thinking about drinking a big-ass glass of orange juice as soon as I wake up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was weird and noticeable. And I thought, like, it was kind of there to sort of mark that scene. Because you have a couple of flashbacks ah. in the bed, and it's like, okay, the ones when there's a glass of orange juice on the table, that's that same day. But why not coffee or anything that, like, I mean, it must be something from the book. Maybe from his memory of the book. From his memory of the book, yeah. I mean, I think there are some people who like to drink orange juice first thing, maybe. But like at breakfast, maybe, but like before you even get out of bed, at your bedside. Yeah. Is that going to help you wake up? I don't know. It just seemed, it was very unusual. It was weird, yeah. Uh, I mean, that whole scene is weird to me. mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, I'm leaving a day earlier. Yeah. Sorry, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's just like, okay, so bye. Like, she doesn't get out of bed, and it's weird. Yeah. You know? I know. Like, at least see him to the door or something. Yes. <laughs> You're gone for who knows how long. All right, well, yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> right? Does she go back to sleep after that? God, I mean, that's I crazy. Don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. I also thought it was very funny that she had a locket with his picture in it. That just is like such a, like yeah. in this day and age, someone yeah. having, carrying a locket of their she husband around with them. Yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. Like, you have a phone, come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, I don't like his character. There's some flashback scene in bed. It's like he's annoyed that she like knows something and he says she's being patronizing or something and it's just like she just knows what she's talking about. I don't like that. I'm gonna take a cell, circumvent the flick limit, confront in essence. I was about to make the exact same point. It means the cell doesn't grow old, it becomes immortal, keeps dividing, doesn't die. We see aging as a natural process, but it's actually a fault in our genes. You get really turned on when you patronize me, it's really hot. Oh yeah, she's explaining some science thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like the, there's like, I forget what he says to trigger that, but she's like, what do you think I do when you're gone? Right. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> Just like stand in the, yeah, we can get, but I thought that was funny. Like, I know he's Oscar Isaac, but you do kind of get why she cheated on him a little bit. Well, but not, <laughs> not with the guy. Not with that guy. Yeah, the guy seems lame. You know, I don't like a weird sex scene where, like, he's like not even moving. He's just lying. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it was like, really weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she's remembering that. Yeah. Or maybe dreaming about it a little bit because she wakes up right after that flashback. When I first saw it, like, I thought it was supposed to be, like, something that happened after Oscar Isaac died or went missing, mm-hmm. you know, so that it was, I thought that was, like, the vibe. This is just a bummed out scene. Yeah. You know, <laughs> someone's trying to feel alive or good, and it's that happening. And then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wait, this was before. This is just a regular old, for fun, <laughs> cheating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does seem like he was away a lot. Because she's like, how long this time or whatever, you know. So it probably is a little bit of a bummed out, like, neglected. <laughs> like, I just <laughs> need to fuck somebody because it's been a while kind of thing. There's no reason that it can't be good, though. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. 
<laughs> that's true. That's it's almost like the least enjoyable looking sexy. She's saying like, he knows and I can't do this anymore. He's kind of like logicking, well, we have a connection and it's emotional and intellectual, so. And it's clearly it's, one-sided. It's like, just, it's so, she's like, uh, we have a connection? Um, <laughs> speak for yourself, dude. You spend more time away from your husband than with him. You can't talk to him about work and he won't talk to you about his. And there is a clear physical and intellectual connection between us. Like covered the basis? You forgot to mention your wife. I love my wife. She's blameless in this. <laughs> and then also it's just like, yeah, I love my wife. That doesn't have anything to do with it. Like, uh, I know. <laughs> yeah, how nice for your wife. My, wife, my wife is blameless. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. <laughs> okay, like no one said otherwise. You know? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, like I said. So I don't remember the name of Gina Rod- Rodriguez's character, but... Uh, Is that Anya? Oh, yeah, Anya. Yeah. I don't get why she's there. She doesn't... Like, I don't get what she thought was happening, and she seems, like, not invested in this mission at all. Like, it's instantly, like, we have to leave. What did she think was happening? Yeah. And then I can't remember, like, they kind of go through everyone's reasons for going in. But I can't remember what hers was. Because it was, like, the first lady that dies lost her kid... And then Tessa Thompson is like a depressed cutter. Yeah, That's a little problematic. I think Anya had problems with addiction or something. Oh, that's right. I yeah. think, yeah, 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 she was, oh, yeah. she had an addiction issue. Was she a paramedic? The first lady that dies was the paramedic. Oh, okay. Cassie, I think is her name. And Dr. Ventress. <laughs> I like that name a lot. Yeah. You gotta love a dark-ass Jennifer Jason Lee role. That's always fun. I really like it when she plays a complicated and dark person. She just has this one emotion, it seems like. Doesn't smile or anything. and is just very calmly, like... She's very scientific about everything. Calmly like She scientific. really looks at the world in absolute scientific terms. Like, nature is what it is. And we're not here to fight nature. We're here to let what's going to happen happen. Yeah, and she doesn't really have any, like... Like, they they arrive in that first, like, where they find, like, a horrific scene, and, like, Tessa Thompson was like, I don't want to stay here tonight. Oh, yeah, the the old outpost or whatever. Like, the empty pool. Oh, God, that was so freaky. But, yeah, they have to keep going, and my hot problem, like, I wondered why did she want to keep the guy is questioning her, and and he's like, you lied to them, saying, like, the fastest way out was to go deeper in hold on we should go back yes but it took us what six days to get here and the coast is two days away you're saying that we get out by going deeper in yeah if you like yeah like no i don't like but then her answer is really i mean she never really says very much then you learn like in the end like she's an alien right like in the in the questioning like room that lena's in yeah yeah yeah, okay like the guy in the hazmat suit is like but you knew you lied to them you lied to them i didn't know what going back meant why it would be safer than going forward you didn't know but you made the decision to continue as if you did ventress made the decision ventress had cancer she was never coming back how would she have known if that wasn't... Well, I guess it's... There wasn't a lot known about how, like, the aliens merge with... Oh, yeah. Replicate or whatever, but when she hugs them in the end... Yeah, they're definitely... You're right. They're both... They're both aliens or, or whatever. I think they're both... Yes. I think they're both aliens, but they are also themselves a little bit. Like, because they're uh, aliens created from... 
<laughs> from themselves. Yeah, from yeah. their cells. Because she says, like, all it takes is one cell to divide. And it's like a drop of blood from her goes into that alien that becomes her. Wow. So it's still her. And that's, like, the same kind of... I think that's what happens to Kane also. His doppelganger's been basically been created from his cells. And then he explodes himself. <laughs> And then it's like the doppelganger that came back, I guess. Kind of doppelganger. But it's, yeah, they created something new. Yeah, and like, how come they got to be a new being, but then that other guy had to have like a big worm in his body or whatever? Oh, no, that was his intestines moving around. That was his intestines. Yeah. I thought it was like a snake or something. No, it was like, because all their parts are moving and metamorphosizing. (laughs) It's just the light. That was so funny, yeah. Yeah. how can you oh like God. a crazy rationalization because like the fingerprints the move and then oh i forget who says like are are my insides moving like my fingerprints i think that might be gina rodriguez actually i mean yeah all their cells are moving around as soon as they get into the shimmer like their bodies are starting to change and then every person that goes in there eventually gets like absorbed by the shimmer but then the two that escape are the doppelgangers kind of Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, it was really creepy. Yeah. I mean, one of my notes is like, hi, please explain this movie to me. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. That was one of the criticisms from the producer was like, this movie is going to be too intellectual for people. And I guess, it, I mean, it seems ridiculous to say that, but people do just like pseudo-intellectual movies, like a Christopher Nolan movie. They're like, that's as much as I want. I want to feel smart and have like this stuff explained to me by the characters in the movie. And not, like, have to figure anything out on my own. <laughs> but then a movie like this where it's like, we gave you all the pieces and you have to put them together. The producer's like, no one's gonna like this. <laughs> and I guess it's kind of true because this was a huge bomb and they lost several million dollars on this movie. But, gosh, it's so good though. I love it so much. I mean, it could end up being appreciated. You know, it's kind of like, wasn't Blade Runner not a big deal? And then people are yeah. still debating it. Like, mm-hmm. That's definitely true. This definitely has, like Blade, Runner has Blade Runner vibes. Yeah. That reminded me of Arrival a little bit. I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's like the mission. I thought it might have been the same person that made it, but it's a different no. yeah. director. But it is, yeah, that is similar. That Again, that's like they explain everything in Arrival eventually. Like explicitly, the characters explain it all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Arrival at all. I thought it was so uninteresting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the parts of it were cool, but I thought it was overrated. I felt like this one also had some midsummer vibes, like just the look of it sometimes, and like mm. the flower corpse kind of. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and the yeah, totally. This is kind of trippy stuff. Of yeah. Yeah. That was Definitely cool. like yeah. shroomy. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that tracks for me then. I guess another hot prop I had though is it seemed like Kane suddenly had an accent at the end. Yes! Well, <laughs> hey, like, I, the scene where he's blowing himself up. Yeah, like, exactly. He's there. like, suddenly I'm and extremely southern when yeah. I haven't been at all this whole time. I thought I was a man. I had a life. People called me Kane. But now I'm not so sure. If I wasn't Kane, what was I? Was I you? Were you me? <laughs> and then, like, like not even in the flashbacks. It's like, it's not just the alien. You know what? You are disrespectful, seriously. Not only to your former comrades of the armed forces, but also to the president. You forgot the flag. Oh, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting the motherfucking flag. He's yeah. just suddenly so southern. I don't... Yeah, I was, what was going on with that? Did they film uh, that, like, first? And then he's like, I can't like keep this up. Yeah. Like, no, the accent's not working. Just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not going to reshoot that. So weird. Next call. 
I mean, one thing they do explain, Josie explains it, that's Tessa Thompson, is that the shimmer acts like a prism. Like, that's the most, like, Christopher nolan this thing gets, where it's like, mm-hmm. here's a metaphor that anyone can understand mm-hmm. that, like, extremely simplifies this thing that's actually pretty complicated. The shimmer is a prism, but it refracts everything. Not just light and radio waves. Animal DNA, plant DNA, all DNA. What do you mean, all DNA? She's talking about our DNA. She's talking about us. It's like, this is a prism, so everything's getting refracted everywhere, and that's why things are so fucked up. Yeah. But it's obviously, like, a bit more than that. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, how nature is being mutated, and there are different creations of different kinds of, like, that bear. Yeah. That was not a... Total bear. It no, was like, <laughs> the alligator bear with the, the shark teeth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the creatures are so scary. They it are. It's really creepy. Like it starts out beautiful. Like the first thing you see is like a deer with like actual branches for antlers, but then it's gonna get crazier and crazier. Matt from uh, X Rated Pod said that like the bear scream haunts his dreams. Yeah. It is very, very very creepy. Like, that's amazing sound design. Very mm-hmm. effective. The voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the score is interesting. Some of the instruments are played backwards, especially in the end scene when she's doing the ballet with her, <laughs> I guess, the alien. And then that was choreographed by, like, a famous ballerina as well. Oh, wow. And then scene. Natalie Portman has all that ballet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she bl- she's black swanning. Black swan. Yeah. She married a ballet dancer. Oh, really? Yeah. Who worked on that movie, too. (laughs) That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, that seems really cool. Like in art class, like, you know those, like, wooden figures? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what that reminded me Mm -hmm. of. That makes perfect sense because it's like you use that as a guide to draw an actual person. Yeah. It's like the beginning form, just the strokes. Of a person, and then you add the details later. And I love the design of the inside, the, like the deepest cavern. I guess is like the crater that the meteor made. <laughs> it's like a weird, like so cool. Andrew's like they're in a weird alien anus. <laughs> like it does look like an anus. <laughs> yeah, I do actually remember laughing the first time I saw her like crawl into that little butthole. <laughs> Because it does look like a butthole. It's like a little puckered around the outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so freaky how Ventress is in there and, like, she doesn't have a face in some part of it. Yeah. She's kind of starting to dissolve and her atoms are just getting, like, torn apart. Yeah. I love that kind of existential thought, too, about the universe. Right. They throw that in there early on too, like that all matter was created from one cell and mm-hmm. and that's true and it's so crazy to fucking think about. Right. You know? Yeah. I noticed when in the one scene where Lena and her husband are on the couch and she's reading the immortal wife. Yeah, that's of funny. She's reading Henrietta Lax. Henrietta Lax. <laughs> like some symbolism in there, like with mm-hmm. 
cells and that is a funny detail replicating and replicating and with the questioning her in that room and she's like they weren't destroying things she has this line about they were changing things or creating creating something new yeah what did it want i don't think it wanted anything but it it attacked you it mirrored me i attacked it I'm not sure it even knew I was there. It came here for a reason. It was mutating our environment. It was destroying everything. It wasn't destroying. It was changing everything. It was making something new. Yeah, that seems like what nature does in general. And yeah, I, I, it was kind of hard for me to understand everything, but yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. At the same time. And sometimes I just kind of like let it wash over yes. me. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, well, I mean, that's like literally. understand everything. So much yeah. of it is just so beautiful to look at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt about it. That's literally what Alex Garland did too, is like he let the book wash over him and then he wrote the script and I'm sure he like had to do some research to get the science right. But yeah, I, don't know, I think that's just so cool. I love the idea of science as spirituality. Yeah, and that's I, I feel like too. his movies are like that too cuz like he, he also did Ex Machina and he wrote Sunshine which is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. Oh, I've never seen um, it. Oh, it's so scary. It's so scary but also so existential and I just love all those themes. You don't need religion if you understand science or if you trust science. Yeah. It's like religion is for people who don't get science. Yeah, like trying to come up with an answer. Yes. So. Where scientists are like, it's okay that I don't understand everything. Yeah. I feel like in the last couple of years, I've opened my horizons more of like different kinds of movies that I like to watch. For so long, I just liked reality, you know, like that was what I could understand and like people and relationships. I think these kinds of movies are really interesting because they show you like a different kind of life or a different way to be like there are other pathways or you know realities Mm -hmm. i like that about science fiction movies and i i guess i didn't appreciate that as much when i was young now i really appreciate it i feel like sci-fi is more about the human condition than any other genre and i really love that about it you you still have the same kind of relationships or emotions but then they're in these different otherworldly scenarios that can happen and then they're still like the basic pieces of how people communicate and conflicts that arise still arise in space or wherever right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like there's still an affair in this movie even though it's right. about all this yeah. petty stuff well yeah and like humans are so insignificant like in the whole grand scheme of the galaxy or whatever <laughs> but we're still so complicated at the same time right <laughs> We're so insignificant yet so complicated. <laughs> and that's just like what nature does is we're complicated while we're in this form. And then when we die, we are transformed into something else. Like our matter doesn't disappear. It's still out there. And yeah. pieces of us become other things. Like I find that the most comforting thought. Like I used to have panic attacks about death because mm-hmm. as an atheist, once I understood that, like my consciousness will be gone, but I'll still be out there in some form. That just seems so comforting and peaceful, you yeah. know? <sighs> um, let's see, what else to talk about? <laughs> Besides life, the universe, and everything. I've already started underlining meaningful passages in her copy of Mopey Dick, if you know what I mean. 
My first one is when, in a flashback with Kane, who I hate, and he says something about God doesn't make mistakes, and she's like, I'm pretty sure he does. Oh my God, <laughs> yes. I was just looking at the moon. It's always so weird seeing it like that in the daylight. Thank God I made a mistake. Left <laughs> the hall lights on. God didn't make mistakes. That's somewhat key to the whole being a God thing. Pretty sure he does. You know, he's listening right now, don't you? That was one I read that for sure. Like dopey mentality to have. You know, like, <laughs> I feel like you can be religious and... I mean, I feel like you don't have to be dumb like that and be religious, you know? Yeah. Like, God doesn't make mistakes or God, you know... It's like the thing, you know, when people share that the little things bad happening to you or actually God watching out for you, you know? Oh, yeah, like, like God has a plan or, or whatever. God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. Yeah. I feel like you can be a religious person and reconcile that, but it's like funny when someone can't. Like, what a dumb thing to say. So dumb. Oh my god, that reminds me of that. Like, I love that Tignataro bit. People would say that to her when, like, she was having the worst year of her life when her mom died and she got dumped and she had breast cancer. People, she, people were like, he, God doesn't give you more than you can handle. And her thing was like, I just imagine God up being there. Like, her mom died. Her girlfriend broke up with her. I just keep picturing God going, you know what? I think she can take a little more. <laughs> and then the angels are standing back going, God, what are you doing? You are out of your mind. And God was like, no, no, no. I really think she can handle this. But why, God? Like, why? Why? No, I just, you know, just, just trust me on this. She can handle this. God is insane. If they're at all. How is that comforting? Right. Like, God's just fucking with you. Right. It's like that everything happens for a reason. Oh, thing. I hate oh, that one. That's... It's so offensive if, like, a really bad thing has happened to you yeah. in your life, you know? It's like, fuck you. It really is very offensive. Yeah. It's not cool to say to people. Right. That's like this dumb girl that I used to be friends with, like, and we had a falling out kind of over <laughs> this general topic because she got super religious and to like such a weird extent and then she put one of those goofy things on facebook where it's like oh all these bad things happened to me like a phone call dropped and my <laughs> sandwich was late or something. it was like oh, the jesus thing. <laughs> and then it's like later god was like well that sandwich was bad it would have made you sick or something and that person on the phone was gonna bear false witness against you and it basically it's a little things that happen that's really God watching out for you. At that time, I'm like, okay, my brother is 38 years old and dying of cancer. Like, fuck you. That you're yeah. telling me that God is, like, making sure you're not late for work, you know? <laughs> like, that kind of yeah. thing is truly offensive. Or even little it's things so like, I made that touchdown because I prayed <laughs> to the Lord. Or, like, a, God, right. oh, really? Yes, God cares God. more about football than, like, a young person dying of cancer. Like, right. if right. that's true, then I don't even want to have anything to do with this person. Right. I'm sure this happens on all reality shows, but I only watch Survivor, you know? And like, God doesn't care who wins Survivor. Come on. Like, what no. is this weird God you believe in? Like, why 
would you even want that? You know, like if yeah. you believe in a God who's going to specifically answer your prayer, maybe not pray that you will win Survivor. You know, like you don't think there's anything higher priority. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can't think of anything more important to ask right. a fucking deity for. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, that is what's wrong with people. <laughs> Good lord. All right, so that was my first meaningful. Yeah, <laughs> it is extremely meaningful. Yeah, I also like all of our lives feel like a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, I did write down that was a trick of the light. Okay, so we know what happened to the last group. They went insane. There was something alive inside that man. No, that was a trick of the light. What? I've been a paramedic for 10 years, all right? I've scraped people off the side of the road. You see some weird shit. That, that was a trick of the light. His insides were moving. No, it was shock. Radic, that was a shock response. Watch it again. No, I'm not gonna fucking watch it again! That was <laughs> very funny to me. I liked that, well, when he was gonna go away and she's like, we'll be in the same hemisphere, so when you look at the stars, I'll be looking at the same yeah. stars. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Like, Tells you that if you step outside and you look up, we'll be looking at the same stars. Holy fucking shit. What? Are you kidding? What? You think that's what I do while you're away? What? You, you think I'm out in the garden, pining, looking up at the sky? Oh, uh, to think my beloved king okay. is looking at this self-same. Uh, oh, my distance so red. <laughs> you think that's what I do? Right. Just look at the sky and pine? Yeah, yeah, yeah go to the yard and like... Right. What a God. goofball. I feel like we should all try that, like, pretend earnest with the next time anyone's significant other goes out of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can even get through it without laughing. <laughs> Just rest assured, we'll be looking at the same stars. You're not trying to sell it. <laughs> I can't do it. I really liked the sort of, uh, you know, the doom vibe of the typical horror doom vibe where they get to that creepy former base. <laughs> And they're like, why are some of the names crossed out? Oh, like, I love stuff like that where it's like, <laughs> why would you need to ask that? Like, it's pretty clear why some of the names are crossed out. That's uh, that's one of my meaningful passages, too, about the crossed out. Why are they crossed out? And somebody's like, let's not jump to conclusions. And Lena's like, I don't know, maybe we should. Yes! You know? It's like... <laughs> it seems kind of dumb not to jump to conclusions. Right. I mean, yeah. that's also a scientific or, thing. Like, yeah. scientists... Jump to conclusions based on evidence. Like, it's not stupid to do that. Yeah, like, we're technocratic. Shut up. We haven't seen a dead body yet. Or Yeah, there's still reason to be worried. And, like, it's Josie's like, kind of already been attacked by a fucking mutant alligator at that point. And also, like, no one's ever come back from the shimmery. Yeah. Ventress is kind of, like, telling them, like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep going and not saying it, but, like, we don't know what's gonna happen but it's obvious something bad is gonna happen you know yeah <laughs> it's very very obvious that it's not gonna be a fun picnic yeah no now i wrote down this exchange and i can't remember who it is but i think it's lena and the gross guy that she had an affair with someone says to her like it's not me you hate it's and i didn't write up the whole thing and then she's like no it's you too not lena Dan, i'm not interested in talking or anything you have to say just get dressed and get out. You know, it's not me you hate. It's yourself. No, Dan, it's you too. <laughs> 
Oh, that's so unlikable of her. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I love when someone tells me what my real feelings are. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> he seems like he does that a lot. Actually, it seems like both of the, the men in her life were doing that. You don't need she either of them. She's a man. I love Oscar Isaac is crazy hot, but... Yeah, it seems like they might have had some good time in the sack, at least. Okay. <laughs> All the flashbacks are in bed, pretty much. She's like, that was when we were getting along the best. <laughs> I like the exchange. It's not easy to move on, and then I didn't. But you made regular requests for information from his unit, CO. Until six months ago, and then you stopped. Why was that? Thought he was dead? Time to move on? It's not easy to move on. I did. Sometimes it's impossible. I wrote down, sometimes it's beautiful. I think Josie says that. Maybe right before she walks off and (laughs) turns into a plant. Oh yeah, it was about the bioluminescence. So I just kind of like that idea of horrific nature can also be beautiful. Yeah. And then I also wrote down, that's a long time to remain inside and intact, which I think is what they said about Cain. And it's like, (laughs) clearly he did not remain intact at all. (laughs) And then also that fun synthy song. I just <laughs> I like that, yeah. It's very atmospheric and so alien sounding and really cool. <laughs> I love an Alex Garland joint. What else does a suicide need, huh? Now, if you'll excuse me. So this is what's called a lunchtime poll. So the lunchtime poll question today is if you were turned into a new thing by the shimmer and came back, who in your life would notice and who would not? Yeah, who would be fooled and who would not be Yeah. Just one of each. It's not like you have to list everybody. Yeah. No, go through a list of everybody you know. (laughs) They'd be fooled. I should go over my preschool class. (laughs) (laughs) Felix and Enzo would know. Yeah. Why would W maybe not? (laughs) All right, I'll go first. Okay. I feel like you, Jessica, would be the hardest person to fool. I think you would be most likely to know. I just, I feel like you know me the best of anyone, and I feel like you would pick up on, like, what's up with (laughs) me? I feel like there's a lot of people that could be fooled, though. Oh, gosh, maybe I shouldn't have gone so quick because now i got to think of, like, who's my top person. Who would not notice. Who would not notice. I know my kids are famously unobservant, but I feel like they would notice. Shoot, i got to think about this for a second. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I said, That's all right. gun here. I can edit it out this dead um, air. <laughs> alien that's pretty good right it's got a little bit of your DNA it does it is a little bit you yeah all right so i'm only gonna say this just because we're still like newly dates but mr black maybe could be fooled because we're still pretty new yeah that makes sense yeah because he just be like oh i never knew you were like this (laughs) (laughs) i'm still learning things about yeah (laughs) i think that's a good answer i think my sister would probably not be able to be fooled and Andrew, probably. <laughs> but, I don't know. I think Lillian Dot would probably not notice. Aww. <laughs> they just care about, like, whether I feed them, basically. Yeah. 
I mean, like most anybody that I work with, I think. Cause I like keeping work and my personal life separate. Mm-hmm. I like being a mystery, I guess, at work anyways. Yeah. So I don't think that people that I work with would notice at all. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I forgot. I was thinking my sister Tracy would, would be fooled because she doesn't know me at all. Yeah, you're like, sister, oh, I have, right. I I have some I of those. Like, I was trying to think of people that I see regularly, you know. Like, right, yeah. Not like, oh, they wouldn't notice because I just never I hang never, out with them anyway. Yeah, I see them. <laughs> well, I definitely think that my husband, Burgess, would notice because he notices, like, little changes in my behavior before I do. Like, if I'm hormonal or whatever, he'll be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I didn't think that I was projecting that anything was wrong, but I guess now that you mention it, I do feel like shit today. Uh, so he would for sure notice. I don't know if my kids would notice or not. They're like observant about some things, but not others. Like they definitely notice if anything is different in the house at all, which I don't even know how they notice that because like our house is a mess half the time. And if there's like a new anything anywhere, they're like, oh, what's this? Where'd this come from? Like, how did you fucking see that in a pile of stuff? I wonder if my friend Aaron would not notice. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's someone who I think could be fooled. I mean, my experience with her, and I love Erin, my experience with her is she does not always, like, get someone's vibe. Yeah. She'll sometimes, like, project the wrong read onto people. Yeah. So she would just be like, oh, I'm sure she's just under a little stress or whatever is going on. I'm not sure how it would manifest because we don't really get to spend a lot of time with the new Lena and Kane. They're just, they seem more stoic overall. And their eyes shimmer. Yeah. That's about it. So I'll go with with Erin. I would fool Erin. How very... All right. That was, that was fun. I yeah, like we that. We had a fun one for this kind of heavy movie. Yes. Yeah. We need to do one more thing before we sign out, and that is... Greetings and salutations. It is not specified where the shimmer is, or I guess they call it Area X or something, other than it's the American Coastal South. So I looked on our list, and we have not yet shouted out Louisiana. Oh. So, hello, Louisiana. I was thinking it looked like swamp kind of area. It was actually filmed in England, but... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, really? yeah. Like cypress trees and, like, the knees of the cypress trees that stick out from the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of Florida. <laughs> yeah. I, bet, I wonder if it is. It, is it supposed to be kind of Florida? I mean, I think the idea is, like, they don't know where they are even because they're, like, brought there under the cover of night or drugged or something. Like, she was, like, <laughs> drugged and wakes up there. <laughs> I think it was really funny that like also they put her in a, a jumpsuit like she is wearing just like regular clothes and then when she wakes up she's like in an orange jumpsuit right, yeah. and I'm like just imagining somebody changing her clothes while she's unconscious it's just a weird yeah. thing to do yeah that was weird <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, Louisiana, great place. I love New Orleans. I've never been anywhere besides New Orleans, but it's awesome. Great people. Yes, we do. Oh, nice. We have a couple listeners. I don't know anybody that lives there. I don't know anyone personally, but the author Jamie Attenberg lives in New Orleans. Yeah. And I met her one time. Nice. It's probably her. It's probably her. Either her or Anne Rice. Okay. Or maybe it's like Nicolas Cage. Doesn't he have a house there? Oh, he doesn't anymore. Yeah. He had to sell it because of Just tax evasion. Oh. <laughs> he did own the most haunted house in New Orleans wow. for a while. The Marie Laveau house. That oh. was featured on in a season of American Horror Story as well. Oh, I thought that name sounded familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched that season. I know. I enjoyed that season. It was probably the last one I did that was enjoy. the last one I saw. Was yeah. it the one? I 
think I just watched part of it. Was that the witches one? Yeah. 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 Heaven was it. On the next episode of Paid in Puke, we're carrying a watermelon for Emile Ardolino's 1987 romantic drama, Dirty Dancing, starring Jennifer Grey, Cynthia Rhodes, and Jane Brucker. If you enjoyed this episode of Paid in Puke, please take a minute to rate us highly on your preferred podcast listening apparatus. If you did not enjoy this episode, no further action is necessary. Paid in Puke is hosted by Annie Malone, Christina Barr, and Jessica Baxter. Music by Silent Partner. Follow us on Twitter at Paid in Puke Pod, on Instagram at Paid in Puke Seattle, and on Facebook at Paid in Puke Podcast. Thanks for listening. Lick it up, baby. Lick it up.